Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This episode of Screen Talk Emmy Edition is brought to you by HBO's original limited series, Big Little Lies, starring Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, and Shailene Woodley. Told through the eyes of three mothers, Big Little Lies paints a picture of a town fueled by rumors, conflicts, secrets, and betrayals. For your Emmy consideration in Outstanding Limited Series and all other categories. Welcome to Screen Talk Emmy Edition Part 2. I'm here with Michael Schneider, uh, the executive editor of IndieWire. Part 2 of 100, 150, <laughs> how many of these we doing? <laughs> it does feel as though the Emmy season goes on for a while, and it is so... For me, I have to say it's overwhelming, because I can zero in on one performance or one particular show that I feel very strongly about. But, for example, if you look at... Gold Derby, and you go to say uh, the drama race, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is the one that's sort of the craziest, which is the most interesting because it's it's virtually all new shows, right? So all the all the you know pundits and and critics and and folks who who do this for a living are looking at. Uh, a list of films that they think has a shot, and then there are any number of them going down this long, 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 long list that aren't even getting arrested. And and some of these are um, shows like that that I believe are truly outstanding, like yeah. Taboo. Yeah, won't, won't even get the time of day because there's there's hundreds of shows, as we know, as we've heard many times now, 500 scripted shows in the landscape. So a lot of great shows that are just not going to get anything. And I think some shows have, have come to terms with that. You know, there are some shows that do. But how do we know which are the ones? I mean, Gold Derby is an indicator of yeah. sorts. But you tell me, to what extent, because I've been talking to other people around town, and they don't necessarily believe that a measurement of these voters is occurring here on Gold Derby. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a good question because I think back in the day when there were fewer shows, it all made sense. There was consensus. Everyone agreed that, you know, there was only maybe five or six shows that were deserved that deserved an Emmy. So it was kind of easy to predict which ones were going to be nominated because these were the six. That was it. But you're right now. There, there's there's a little bit of a hive mentality going on. Uh, and, and I don't know if that sort of, you know, how much that does impact. I think it does to some degree because, you know, people don't have time to watch all these shows. So they, they end up sort of falling into line with what everyone else is talking about. And suddenly you have buzz that really is dictating 
who's nominated because that's the only thing people know. So people know this is us. They know the crown. They know the Americans. They know the Handmaid's Tale. They know Stranger Things. But even so shows like Orange is, in the new, is the New Black, which have you know earned Emmys in the past, or you know, are, 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 or Bates Motel are down on the bottom of this yeah. list, well, I think some along sh- with billions. Yeah, you know? I mean, some shows just don't have the kind of buzz that others do, or, or they're on the the, the sort of the. the you know, they're, they're on the opposite side of, of growth. You know, they're on the decline. So you get a sense that a show is no longer in the zeitgeist. An interesting one is Homeland. You know, Homeland was was sure, assured a nomination almost every year. And but, it's not even registering. Uh, among the pundits. That's one that... That, that that's one that actually could still show up. You could still see that showing up because you've got voters who are so used to nominating Homeland year after year that it could sneak on there. But it doesn't feel fresh or new compared to some of these other shows, and that's why the pundits are sticking to some of the newer stuff. Okay, so um, you wrote a story uh, this week about burning questions. Yeah, it's that time, right? You know, so, because so. we're reaching the end. The June 26th is when the ballots yeah. are due. So, so we're, and, we're knee and deep we're in ga- We're right at the one. end of, you know, all the FY thing, see events are fast and furious. And, yeah, uh, I can actually go home now at night. <laughs> <laughs> see my family. <laughs> oh, it's, eat, it's eat hard. My own, eat my own food. Now, I binged for exam. I mean, I'm catching up like everybody else. Um, one of the shows that, that I finally... Uh, binged on because I was doing an interview with Alexander Skarsgård, who I think is just amazing. Uh, Big Little Lies. Yes, yes. What kind of a shot do you think that show has? A huge shot in in the uh, limited series category. Huge, huge. I mean, look at who's going to get nominated. You've got Reese Witherspoon. You've got Nicole Kidman. Uh, The the show itself will be nominated in the limited series category. The writing, the directing. Uh, The writing, directing. Jean-Marc Vallée is so amazing. A lot of the the below-the-line stuff, uh, the craft. Um, that one is going to be one of HBO's saving grace. Yes, it doesn't have Game of Thrones this year, but I think it's hoping on some some real love for uh, Big Little Lies in addition to Westworld. And then now Leftovers is kind of coming on strong, too. So you could see that some could surprise. That could be like The Americans, yeah. which comes in at, 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 at a second phase right. of its existence. This could be, you know, this is the last stand for The Leftovers, last chance for it to get some Emmy love. And, and given the amount of buzz and attention it just had over the past couple of weeks leading up to the finale, I think it might surprise. I hope it might surprise. I would love nothing better than to hear Carrie Coon's name announced or Justin Thoreau's name or even the show's name announced uh, on nomination Thursday. Well, it's certainly in the media. And if the media is having an impact, then uh, and if these Gold Derby standings reflect the media heat around certain shows, which is basically what's going on. um, But we'll see. We will see if, if, for example, we were talking at the meeting yesterday, I'm jumping all over the place, about The Handmaid's tale, which is ranking very high yeah. right now, uh, along with The Crown, which you were debunking last week. <laughs> I've um, come around a little bit on The Crown. <laughs> I was so sure of myself there, and I was right, she no, said. No, you know, but, you, and um, you are right. That that was me just personally feeling like, uh, I'm not feeling it, but, okay. but, uh, but I think the voters are. But, so. but Hulu is an also-ran, in, well, in just in terms of companies, yeah, well, it's for not some a, reason. It's not an also-ran, it's a never-ran. This ran. is what it's, you were saying in the meeting, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's not an 
also ran, but it, it's it's new. It's it's a new company that's just now kind of. I getting feel like Hulu's it. been around for a while, but it's really only gotten into the original, original content content game recently, and really now it's it's you're starting to see the fruits of that. I mean, the path is is actually a really good show, and they've had a number of decent shows, but Handmaid's Tale is next level. It's uh, a show everyone's talking about. That Ta- seems could, to me be to be timely. the perfect Emmy show. Yeah. You know, high quality, literary basis, timely, political, Elizabeth incredibly Moss. well acted, yes. all good. And yeah. Reed Morano, the director who did such a great job with the first three episodes, yeah. so at, stunningly beautiful. Yeah, I was uh, at, at a uh, at the Austin TV Festival this weekend, and actually there was a panel of executives, including the head of programming at Hulu and the head of programming at FX, turned to me like so, and asked him, "So, are you submitting it in drama or documentary?" <laughs> Took you a second, but it was actually it got a good laugh because it's true. It, 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 it's a little too too, too close. close for comfort. Too close for comfort, and and it happened uh, a little a little too fast. Before we go on to your other this other thing, um, I am curious. Do you do you think that is there a reason why Taboo is just in the in the ether? I mean, what what? It's Tom Hardy, who's a major movie star. It's got incredible production values. It's beautifully written by Steve Knight, who again is a respected writer why is it so so cold and frozen out in Siberia I don't think it was ever a big hit uh, you know it wasn't it didn't get the kind of buzz that other things did it also feels like a lifetime ago that it was on um, you know it, that was several months ago now so we've kind of all moved on and we're talking about some of the newer shows so that's so they have an advantage that's part of it not completely but I think also you're, you're seeing that there's not a lot of campaigning going on for Taboo either I mean okay. have you seen many billboards no. or, or no. any sort of thing so the billboards are all over town yeah. talk about that so but, that and, and I think those do have an impact because it also tells you okay these are the priorities these are the network priorities you can tell what what because the networks like FX and HBO they can't get behind everything they have to sort of pick their 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 pleasure mm. and okay this is what we're really going to push hard so taboo less so uh, Americans of course yes because that's still their you know one of their signature shows uh, baskets uh, did well last year because of uh, Louis Anderson so you know that gets some love on the comedy side um, so Atlanta a prior win adds momentum yeah, for the at, following year and then you just know Atlanta is a show if we're talking about FX is, is one that everyone's going to embrace it's going to do quite well so FX is going to put uh, its money in that bucket so that that you know it a lot of things have to do with how the press covers things, buzz, but also the networks sort of send us all cues. Okay, are they really aggressively promoting this? Or if they're not, then that tells me something. Okay, then it I'm shouldn't. not. But it shouldn't. But it does. It shouldn't. But it, it does. It's a quite, well, all right, so it's the same principle as the Oscars, in effect, except that there's so many more shows. What makes you look at the show in the end? And, and really sample it. And if the networks are putting advertising behind that, it has an effect. I think it does. I think uh, because if, if it's top of mind, if you're constantly seeing it everywhere, if people are talking about it, if, if it's just something that you're, you feel like you're missing out, if you're not catching, then you might. All right. So, so I got to say, and, and, you know, 
we all benefit from the ecosystem. So I suppose we should say rah rah, uh, you know, free oh, consideration take out those ads, ads by all means to keep taking them out. But I do think, but to some I don't degree think they the work. academy voters should should be so so. All right, so your yeah. burning questions. I'm very curious. This is us. I uh, recognize it's doing very very well um, on on uh, Gold Derby. Uh, it's about sixth place now. Uh, one of the few dramas uh, coming from a network. Yeah, from broadcast. I mean, that's it. That's the saving grace. That's the the the, the hope uh, springs eternal for for broadcast. You know, they didn't have a single nominee last year in the drama category, which was the first time ever. I mean, PBS did, if you count that as a broadcast network, but not a commercial broadcast network. So that was the first time ever. So so their, their last great hope, I think, at the networks is This Is it's Us. It's a huge hit. Huge hit. And that's one that people are talking about. They're making a big push for it. And I think people have an emotional attachment to that show. I still think there's a possibility that it goes all the way. I know I said that last time, too. But, you know, if, if all the prestige uh, premium uh, cable dramas and, and streaming shows sort of cancel each other out, This Is Us could be the emotional favorite that sneaks in and takes it all. And Sterling K. Brown can be back in the race again. Sterling K. Brown. I mean, he's also... Love this guy. You know, he also is front runner on the actor side. So, so we could see that happen. Voters all right. love him. He's great. So Stranger Things from Netflix yeah. is another one. You're, you're looking at Millie Bobby Brown specifically. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest surprise, and, and been talking about this with people too, is that it's really in the hunt for a drama nomination, which it's the most unlikely drama candidate because well, generally... it's like a Spielberg movie. Well, yeah, and, and those kind of genre-style shows, people like them, they're popcorn, but they don't generally get nominated. Walking Dead, biggest show in the world still. It's never even, you know, sort of... Can, gotten any close to right. a nomination. So how do you account so, for that? The fact that it's so impeccably beautifully made or uh, that it's captured people's hearts because of the kids? I think there's a little bit of that. Definitely captured people's hearts because of the kids. And that's why Millie Bobby Brown is actually in the hunt for the supporting actress trophy, which again is a rarity for anyone under 18. She's 13 now. She was 11 when she shot the show. But the, the fact that people really just fell in love with those kids and especially her, uh, emotional attachment. Again, just like This Is Us, people feel something. And if they feel something, they can't help but want to vote for something. You, you don't feel emotionally attached to, say, The Walking Dead in the same way. It doesn't make you uh, sort of soft the way these shows do. So, so All right. Yeah. So there's... So there's you think that that Constance Zimmer and Maura Tierney from Unreal and The Affair are liable to be her competition? No, I'm saying that they're probably not. Um, that category is wide open, that supporting actress category, because the majority of the nominees uh, the, over the past couple of years have been from Game of Thrones, and those are all gone. Dame Maggie Smith was a perennial in that category. That show's gone. So you have those two left from last year, but neither show really made much of an impression this year. No, so I don't have that feeling either. This could be a category that's completely wide open, which means Millie Bobby Brown could not only uh, you know snag that nomination, but... She could be the youngest person uh, ever to actually step up on stage and, and grab an Emmy. So uh, on the political front, uh, House of Cards falls into that category along with uh, Handmaid's Tale as being extremely timely and possibly riding a surge 
of of you know just relevance. Yeah. Uh, does that also affect Alec Baldwin in Saturday Night Live for playing Trump? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's he's uh, the front runner right now for the best comedic actor, which again is interesting because he's not even a series regular on Saturday Night Live, but because he was on so often this season playing Donald Trump. He's there. He's top of mind. Uh, you know, generally got really high marks for playing Trump. And I think it's going to be interesting to see if people gravitate toward that direction or if they actually feel a little uh, aversion to Trump. And actually, if that hurts uh, Alec Baldwin in the end, because people just don't feel like they want to vote for anything Trump related. Well, the ratings are really high on that show. Ratings. So people are watching it in a way they haven't in yeah. years. Yeah. So it should be another good year for SNL, which always does very well, especially on the nomination side. And designated survivor doesn't get some kind of boost for Kiefer Sutherland? No, Politically you know, speaking, it think, is, it's it's uncanny how much it reflects reality. Yeah, I think that's a show that's still a little under the radar. So that that's a tough one. Um, we mentioned Kiefer could be uh, on tap for for a nomination on the actor side, but that's that's even that's a long shot because I, I don't think there's enough awareness of that show. But so. you think that the the big talk shows we talked about this last week yeah. they're gonna they're gonna really ride ride this home. I think so. I think this it'll be a, a really interesting shakeup on the talk side. All right. So uh, where well, let's let's look at drama actor and see where we are. So we have Sterling K. Brown at the top, according to Gold Derby. So you would agree with that? Yeah, I'd say that's again part of the this is us uh, sort of drive that we're seeing right now. And I think Rami Malek, who won, would certainly still be a strong contender. Yeah, I think for, for a lot... For Mr. Robot. Yeah, for a lot of people, they're, they're going to say, you know what, maybe not the show this year, but definitely still Rami Malek. So uh, that that may be their way of, 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 of awarding the show without nominating it. So. Interesting. And then Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Now, does that still have the same cachet that it did? Yeah, I think so. From uh, Definitely from a creative standpoint, that's a show that continues to get better and better. And Bob Odenkirk continues to amaze in, in that role. I mean, he's <laughs> for, for uh, you know traditionally comedic actor to really sort of nail that that role and, and really show the kind of depth with this character, Jimmy McGill, that you know s- far surpasses the Saul Goodman we saw in Breaking Bad. It's pretty pretty incredible. And then you have Matthew Reese in The Americans, which would seem to be repeating. Yeah. And definitely. Kyle Chandler from Bloodline. Yeah. Now, Bloodline is reaching the end of its line. Yeah, that would be that's one that I'm a little more questioning. That's that's now, last time it it, it was it, the nomination also went to Ben Mendelsohn, so there was some love for the show. Yeah, yeah. So could be, could be, and and of course it just it uh, the the new season came out recently, so it's top of mind, but doesn't quite have the the kind of buzz. I'm not hearing that, it. No. Not even the kind of buzz that it had last time. So now, that, I, I think put, that's a tougher one. I was being a little bit um, ornery here and just sort of trying to change the odds for some of these people. And I stuck uh, Dan Stevens of Legion in here, but uh, he is, he's 100 to 1 on Gold Derby. Yeah. <laughs> so so you would go with someone like Liev Schreiber or Kevin Spacey, I imagine. Probably. Those are a little more traditional. I like what you're thinking. I like what you're doing there. And, and we always love when there's those kind of spoilers that oh, show up. early yet. We got we to gotta give people some choices. Sure, sure. Now, what about Anthony Hopkins of Westworld? 
Yeah, uh, you know, ooh, I was about to give a spoiler. I don't want to ruin it for people who still haven't watched Westworld, although that was last fall, right? So They I, probably should have caught up with it by up. this time. Spoiler well, alert. You know, he's not coming back. <laughs> so this is the one opportunity to award Anthony Hopkins for that role. And he was pretty, pretty he great. He was good, but, you know, um, he's always good. Yeah, he's always good. He's Anthony Hopkins. So And they've got, they've got Billy Bob ahead of Kyle Chandler, which I don't understand. For Goliath. Well, that's an interesting one because I don't think a lot of people saw Goliath. They're not talking about it. That's based solely on Billy Bob Thornton being Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Maybe people being confused and thinking, oh, I loved him in Fargo. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, hey, he hasn't been on Fargo in two years. but. but and then they have Ian McShane of American Gods. Who's great. Uh, fantastic. You know, I, I would push him a little higher, actually, um, than, uh, say, Kyle Chandler right now. But... Uh, and then you also have Milo Ventimiglia, who, you know, is good, but... I can't imagine that, actually. I think people are thinking Sterling K. Brown, because this really was his year in terms of yeah. the, the, the storyline that There's he had no, on that's that That's why show. he's at number one. And then my buddy, Paul Giamatti, but, and your buddy, Justin Theroux, yeah, are yeah. down here at 100 to 1. Yeah, there's a lot of 100 to 1s, so... And then, yeah, that's where you start to get all sorts of people. Hugh Laurie, Freddie Highmore. Designated survivors, all of Terrence these people. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Basically, any one of these could potentially jump in. Um, uh, Mike Coulter from Luke Cage. Damon Wayans from Lethal Weapon. That's interesting. That's I, I would put a little higher than 100 to 1. But uh, no, so you, you look, there's a lot of... You just see what the, what the range is. Yeah. Okay, let's do, let's do uh, Drama Actress. All right. Yeah. So there's my number one pick right there, Claire Foy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the the royalty. That's. And then I would say it's a close race, wouldn't you, between her and Elizabeth Moss, assuming yeah. they both get nominated? Yeah. Um, I, I can't say I know for sure that it would be one or the other at this stage. Yeah. And then you have Carrie Russell, who, uh, you know, again, the Americans. Uh, you know, it, the season didn't make have as quite as much buzz as years past, but it's you know sort of in the zeitgeist right now again because of the Russia Russians. and everything else. And and of course, you know, she she and Matthew Reese are great, so not surprised there. Uh, Viola Davis and Robin Wright, those those are almost grandfathered in at this point. They're evergreens. Yeah, they're they're ones that you know. But Robin Wright, in her own right, I've been no pun intended. I've been watching the show. She's a superb again this year. Yeah, Superb. I'm, I'm sure she is, but uh, you know, and she's are... she's actually sort of dominant in a way. Now it's yeah. her story. And There's then... a moment in the show, spoiler alert, yeah. where the you know how Kevin Spacey always looks right at the camera. Uh-huh. They give it to, at the end of a given crucial episode. She looks right at the oh, camera. So there you go. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah. that is a moment that designates all sorts of things. Yeah that are going to happen. I'm looking forward. All right. Then you have Claire Danes. I was being um, stubborn and putting her in here, uh, even though there's some other people ahead of her on this list. Yeah. I think there's a lot of possibilities with her. Uh, Again, Carrie Coon would love to see her. She's on the rise right now. Uh, She's at 50 to 1, according to Gold Derby. Uh, But ahead of her is... um, Mandy Moore from This Is Us. So again, the the This Is Us train. Uh, Uh, Christine Baranski from from The Good Good Fight. Fight. That seems unlikely to me. Feels kind of unlikely. I don't know if enough people have watched, just because not a lot of people have CBS All Access. I mean, obviously, they're getting access to these shows now for, for consideration. So perhaps... 
Um, but Evan Rachel Wood is superb in Westworld, yeah. but at the same time, given that she's playing an AI, um, there isn't that much acting going on compared to someone like Claire Danes. I suppose you could argue that having to play an AI is even more acting because you have to play it a certain way. It's, uh, she's you know, superb. She, she I just wonder if the, if the Academy voters are going to think that. that way. Yeah, yeah. And also, again, that's the, the problem of that show being on so long ago. It's, it's kind of, I'm afraid, gotten a little lost in the shuffle. And no, so. there's nothing. There's no love for Taraji P. Henson, who's so good. She's fantastic. But, but that show has gone down the tubes. I have to say, it's, All right. you know, it had its moment in the sun. But like anything that burns bright, it, it uh, eventually comes back down to earth. You know, Kerry Washington scandal, the same thing. Um, you know, even Orange Is the New Black. Uh, you know, it's when you start to scroll further down and, and look at the 101 odds. But Ruth odds, Wilson is superb in the affair. Absolutely. Why is she way down here? This is one of the great British theater actresses of our generation. I happen to see her in Hedda Gabler. Uh, I mean, this, this, this woman is not at 100 to 1. Yeah, well... Well, it's a sign that people aren't watching the yeah, show. Yeah, no one's watching the show, unfortunately. So... All right, and well, people don't think in those terms. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have to run off and do another panel that you're uh, doing some moderating this yes, week. Yes, indeed. So I should probably uh, say farewell for now. We'll talk more later. We will talk more next week and continue this Emmy train. Uh, as always, thank you, Anne. You too, Michael. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.